Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you believe that there is more to life than what you see right now and you want to find out more, listen in as her guests share their journey and their extraordinary experiences. Now, here is your host, Rhonda Grant. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Rhonda Grant Show. Theme song, Sun on the Water, is composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. I have a lot of great guests on this show, and I have a great guest coming up. If you've been searching for a deeper meaning in your life, go to Amazon and pick up my book, Magical Forces Within. If you want to get in touch with me, go to rondagrantauthor.com to see my suite of services. You know, we're all ordinary people having extraordinary experiences, and we have a fantastic guest on the show today, Jennifer Watson, who is a speaker, influencer, and coach, and we're going to find out about her and her extraordinary experiences. Hello, my friend Jennifer, how are you? Hi, Rhonda. It's so nice to just hear your voice again. I'm honored to be on your show and just create some hopeful, great information and impact on your amazing listeners. Well, wonderful. I am so looking forward to this. My first question, I guess, is when did you know that you wanted to be a coach? You know, that is such a great question, Rhonda, and my life has had a lot of different journeys, and I've been really blessed to have a lot of nuances that have brought me to coaching, and it all started when I was a practitioner, and I looked at health in so many different ways, from the mentally, emotional, spiritual, and mental components, because I had my own struggles in some of those entities, and I saw that for people to really reach peak performance, high performance, and I know a lot of your listeners want that. They want that consistent wellness, consistent performance, no matter the environment. I found there were things I needed to do to step out of being a practitioner. I found that there were other gifts that I not only had, but there were tools that needed to be delved into to really create support that way that everybody needs. And one of them was coaching. I felt like there was a space there that was missing as far as support as a coach. And I consider myself a vitality and high performance leadership coach where a lot of high performers come to me. And we really delve through all areas of wellness, all areas of their unique leadership. And I found this is a beautiful platform to complement my practitioner work in wellness. I've also owned several businesses. So I was able to lead them into a unique leadership yes. that was all their own. So that's kind of where I'm at today with the coaching. But to be quite frank, even over coaching, I'm a speaker. And I, like you said, I'm an influencer. And I find that I love to, to shift people on big platforms where they really connect with other people. And that's, you know, the stage is another way of coaching people. And it's been such a fun journey for me, especially the last three to four years of really taking the coaching and the speaking and and hopefully using my gifts to really influence people toward their best life in a beautiful way. Well, that is wonderful. Did you take any special training to hone your skills as a speaker and coach? Yes. And I think that's really important. So, you know, all of us know that a lot of us that are skilled in our trades will say a lot of experiences what's made us as, as good as we are or the expertise we have. And I will say that you cannot discount experience in wisdom from learning from mistakes as much as your, your successes, as we all know, as many high achievers, we probably learn the most from mistakes. But yes, 
other than the wisdom piece, which I do believe comes with just experience in doing it over and over again. I do believe in certifications. It, it requires a certain amount of engagement, intention, and motivation to delve down an area that you want to be an expert in. And yes, I do have certifications beyond being a practitioner. I have certifications in several different body works for overall wellness. I have certifications as a health coach. I have taken many courses in leadership training. I have led many teams. And those certifications, I do believe, are necessary because, again, that shows your intention of becoming an influence, an expert in your impact. That coupled with wisdom, and again, doing it over and over again. I always say leaders have to be okay to start over again every day and learn from their mistakes the day before. But I do believe it's a combination of certifications, taking that intentional step into becoming an expert in your field, but also combining it with with just your, your wisdom and years of experience. And I believe I've hopefully been able to do that with a lot of my clients is combined those two. And it's been a beautiful journey. You touched on something very interesting. There is years of experience. And I think that uh, those years of experience, uh, you bring a lot to the table, don't you? Yes. You know, you so do. You know, even when you just said that, Rhonda, it gives me actually chills on my arm because I think when people look at experience and wisdom, they're like, oh, that just means you failed a lot and you had to learn a lot. When you can really shift words, and I'm a big believer in shifting words at a higher vibration that you are still telling your brain the truth, but you're looking at things in a different angle. My experience and my wisdom has come from, quote, a lot of failures, but I've shifted that more into learning moments. And it is a high vibration word and allowed me to create better opportunities of problem solving versus focusing on the problem. It helped me to shift more quickly during adversity. And those that have been more successful after their wisdom, after the years of experience of quote, making mistakes is shifting it very quickly into a learning moment and finding avenues that can effectively problem solve the current situation. And I go back to, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a leader, you have to be okay to start over again and again and again. And I always say this, Rhonda, it's one of my favorite phrases right now, because I do a lot of brain retraining. I do a lot of neuroplasticity training with my clients. I do a lot of mind work and you know what your brain, it has no loyalty. It has no loyalty. And why that's important is you can shift yourself daily into a new experience daily out of a problem into problem solving. It wants to achieve what you want to achieve. It just needs a different stimulus than what you've given it before. And those that are successful with their past wisdom, right, is shifting it from a problem to problem solving, but also understand that the brain doesn't have loyalty. You give it a new system, a new stimulus to do something different, make it a learning moment, then create problem solving skills. The domino effect continues. And again, successful people do this over and over again and understand they have huge power in maneuvering the brain into grading possibility in a beautiful way for success, even with, quote, different things they've stumbled on, mistakes, all that good stuff. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, is that people start out wanting experience, but they want the experience they want and not the experience they don't want. And uh, there's a lot of crashes that you take along um, your life's journey And it's the ability to pick yourself up, learn from those mistakes and move yourself forward. And uh, you you are so articulate. I'm sure that our listeners are really enjoying um, how you uh, your speaking ability is just incredible. Um, 
You talk about the loyalty of the brain. Uh, do you think that's why people are successful um, when others hypnotize them? Yes, absolutely. Your brain is highly suggestible. Now, there's certain times of the day that your brain is more highly suggestible. And what hypnosis does without, again, summarizing it, the experts in that can probably explain it better than me. It's getting you into more suggestible state and it's taking you in a different wave of being. So Delta is really the sleep state and they're trying to get you mostly in the theta state where you're kind of in this cross between being awake to going to sleep. And the reason why that's important, that's your most suggestible state. It's just like when you wake up in the morning, you're in that theta state. It's the most suggestible state. That's why they often stay. That's when you want to do brain work or that's when you want to do morning rituals that shift your mind into a positive state of being for the rest of the day. When you start your morning with morning rituals, we hear this all the time. You win your morning, you win your day. And again, that's because from a neuroscience background, you're most suggestible at that state in the morning. And what hypnosis does is it brings you into that state. So they can really shift the brain into where you want to go. Okay. A lot of people that have old beliefs or what I call core wounds run and core wounds can be child trauma, generational trauma, just scarcity mindset, limiting beliefs, what have you. But when we get ourselves into more suggestible state, which there's a lot of modalities for that, but hypnosis is one of them. It allows us to unwind more effectively to move the brain in a different way than what we have it already. The brain isn't loyal. It just needs the right stimulus to move it into the direction we want it to go. It wins. At whatever we give it, whether it be old beliefs, it'll just keep winning for us. It, it was a search engine, right? Or if we use hypnosis or other different modalities, Rhonda, to shift it, to make it see another path, it will make a new path. You guys, we see it in healing. You know, look at um, clients that have had massive strokes, the brain regenerates, right? We can not only do it in physical well-being, but literally mental well-being. We have, Rhonda, I don't know if you knew this, I'm a neuroscience geek, so I love stats like this. We have over 100,000 miles of blood vessels in the brain, okay? We have over a billion neuronal, that's nerve connections in the brain, compared to your skeletal muscle, like a quad, your thigh muscle, has like 10% of that. That's okay. incredible. Right? So we think going to the gym is no big deal and doing squats, we're going to build our quad muscle and it's our thigh muscle. And we're like, well, of course that'll happen. We have this such elusiveness with the brain that we think, well, a new thought or hypnosis can't change it. How can it not? I mean, yes. you have a billion more connections there. It is the most adaptable. Okay. You guys listen, adaptable organ in the mm -hmm. human body. But just like your quad, it needs a new stimulus day in, day out, sometimes depending on the person's history, more in-depth modalities to shift the brain, but is 100% suggestible and is 100% loyal to what you give it. It's not loyal to staying bad. It's not loyal to old beliefs. It's loyal to whatever you give it. And when you give it the right stimulus, if you guys just make this an aha moment, Okay. Make it an aha. Uh -huh. If you stimulate it differently every day, do you not think it's going to change? It's like going to the gym every day, right? Mm -hmm. And that can be really this empowering thing for people. And I've seen it more this last year, Rhonda. You know, this last year has been quite tough for people from the mental edge perspective, from the mental health perspective. But those that were successful, okay, got what I just said. 
Okay. Yes. I believe in coaches to help support you with some of the deeper issues that can come up that came up after last year. And that's okay. I've had a coach most of my life, Rhonda of some form, you know, a life coach, a relationship, coach, a business coach, a mindset coach that's yeah. sometimes needed. Okay. But if you guys can just understand by changing one little thing, giving your brain a little bit different information daily, just like going to the gym, just doing 20 minutes of cardio every day, you will see shifts and it'll be very empowering to you. It's not loyal, you guys. Stimulate mm-hmm. accordingly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what if a person is kind of stuck and they need that one little thing that will be the key that's going to help them achieve uh, a better state of mind? Do you have a little exercise that they might be able to do? Yes. Yes. I think that's a great uh, question. I actually, I say part of it, I stole from my great mentor, David Meltzer, amazing guy. And one thing, and I have very similar nuances, but I love his phrase that goes with this. So for all of you, they're like, Jennifer, I keep having the same fear, the same belief, the same depression, the same anxiety over the same thing over and over again. It's consuming me. I can't change my mind. I get it. Okay. I get it. What I want you to do is stop, drop and roll. Okay. Stop drop and roll. And what I mean by that is this, the first thing that people do wrong all the time, Rhonda, is we just get busy with our day. It's kind of self-sabotage. We have this lazy busy because we don't, we want to avoid this crappy feeling we're having depression, anxiety, fear, whatever. And when we do that, the mountain begins to be, or the mohole begins to be the mountain, right? So the, the absolute power of stopping for a moment, you guys, and for those of you that are not used to that, even four to five minutes, put it on a timer, stop just by stopping. You give your brain information that you are not in fight or flight, that whatever crappy feeling belief, whatever issue you're having right then that when you stop, you're saying your brain, Oh, it's okay to feel this. When you run, when you continue to do this, you're not saying that. Okay. Okay. When you stop, you're feeding something new to the brain that's saying, okay, it's safe to have these feelings. First and foremost, we are humans having a human experience. We don't want to run from it. We don't want to shame it. We all have different feelings at different times and different beliefs based on a variety of things, including how we grew up and so many other things, Mm -hmm. but just stopping allows your brain to calm down. And guess what happens with stopping? Then it calms down and goes, okay, since I'm safe, I can come up with problem solving versus focusing on the problem. Pausing. They've shown this in research. People that pause meditation, that's why it's so important. Optimize the creative zone of their brain, Rhonda. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's your problem solving side. Okay. That's why highly successful people pause, reflect. They don't rush into a decision. They pause and they wait, wait for problem solving to come to them. And then they're more efficient. Then they get through the problem more quickly and then move on. Okay. You guys, so that's the first stage. Stop. You don't need to know a meditation technique yet, a breath work technique yet. Just pause five minutes. Okay. Now that you feel the feeling like Jennifer, I'm having fear about this and I feel it in my bill and I do not like it. I get it. Namaste that we all had those issues too. We're human again, having the human experience. Now you drop into that feeling and you ask the question why seven times. And why I say seven times, you get to the real why, why you're having it. Okay. Our superficial answer is the first why. Okay. I'm having anxiety today because I'm afraid I'm not going to get everything done that I want to get done. Okay. Why are you afraid you won't get it done? Well, because, you know, I have no one to help me. Why do you feel no one can help you? Well, I feel like I always have to do things alone. Well, why do you feel that? Well, I just feel like I'm always alone and isolated and I, I, I need to be perfect at everything and I have to do it. That's how I grew up. Do you see what I'm saying, Rhonda? Mm-hmm. So you get to the yeah. deeper why. Once you get to the deeper why, trust me, everyone, you'll feel it. You'll get shivers. You'll relax into it because you go, oh, that's why. 
That's why yes. the anxiousness. So you've dropped down into now your why. Okay. That's tough to do though, isn't it, Jennifer? Yes, it yes. is. And this is where this is where coaching can be really helpful on this. Right. But you guys, even if you just stop and then drop into it and ask even three times why, you get closer to the source. And the reason why you do that, you get closer to who you really are. Okay. I really want everybody to get that to who you really are, what you stand for, what your truth is. Okay. And then what you can do is then do one thing role that's aligned with that truth. Okay. So when you stop, what is the feeling you're having? Where's it at? Drop into it. Why? Ask it. Just kind of keep going. You guys, there's no such thing as a perfect answer. Okay. Just yes. go with it. And when you get to the why, believe it or not, you guys, it'll dissipate the yucky feeling because you go, oh, that's why. And I'm making this up right now, but maybe an example is I feel like I have to get everything done because I, I grew up feeling I had to be perfect and to be perfect. Right to be loved. That was my old story. Okay. And yes. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. And then what, you know what the role was then? What can I then do today that can show I love me? Okay. What right. one task? So you guys, you get where I'm going with this. You find your why, and then it always comes back to healing you. Okay. For me, it was, I felt I had to be perfect to be loved. What could I do then today? Roll with it, Jennifer. One tiny thing, you guys, I know it gets overwhelming when your brain is like, Oh, but if you stop, drop into the why, go, okay, now I know why. What's one thing I can do to support me in my deep why? I wanted to be loved for just who I was. So what I would do is I'd go on a walk for myself. I'd color my coloring book. I'd dance. That's mm-hmm. a way of loving myself because those are things that made me feel loved on me. Okay. And so I, think a, yeah. our, I think our listeners, Jennifer, are going to be really touched by this because I think fundamentally... Uh, that's where most people would go in this exercise. Yes. Yes. hundred. You, you know, and this is the thing, this was so beautiful, Rhonda, about pausing too, because you know what happens in pausing too? I don't want to get too overcomplicated with people, but right. also your intuition pulls in because you're actually listening to your body. So what right. you just said, it's true. When you pause, you're like, oh, intuitively, I need to go here. Intuitively, I know what my why is. Intuitively, I know one thing I can do today that'll shift me into feeling loved. You're absolutely right. It naturally makes this progression that we all have. The stop, drop, and roll is in all of us. It optimizes our intuition. It optimizes our problem solving. It optimizes us to be in a calm state versus a fight or flight state. Our body wants to get there. It's it's just giving you messages, you guys. Symptoms, I really want you to change the verbiage on this, whether it be back pain, whether it be anxiousness, whatever yuck symptom you're having, your body's just saying, you know what, honey, I'm just giving you a sign. I I don't like where I'm at. Help me out. That's all. It's Mm -hmm. all it's doing. So if we can stop shaming that and running from and going, okay, what is my body trying to tell me? We get more aware, but more quickly the next time. Then we get more intuitive. The next time, then all of a sudden adversity, we flip it quickly. Like all the people we find that we respect so much that are successful. By the way, every listener out there, write down one person that you really respect that you think is successful, a great leader. I guarantee you, if you interviewed any of them, including me, I have failed 20 times more than I've ever succeeded. Oh, 20 yes. times more. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's where all the learning moments happen. You guys, you only see the success. You see me t- doing a TEDx. You see me. Do- yeah. There was a lot of backstory behind that, but what I learned to do is quickly shift the adversity into a learning moment. So I could get to my next success more quickly. That's yes. all this is you guys. 
Know you have the power to shift your mind. It has no loyalty. And yes, sometimes it requires other modalities. It requires coaching, hypnosis, all that. But you would be surprised, listeners, by stop, drop, and rolling today in one thing that's making you feel anxious or depressed. I guarantee you there will be a needle moving a little bit, if not a lot, into a new direction because you're giving your brain a new stimulus and it wants to win. If you give it a new stimulus, it wants to win for you because it's you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It literally wants, it's like, I want to create homeostasis. I want you to live your life. I want, I want what I want what you want. Yeah. Just work with me. That's all it's saying. Just work with me. Oh, I like that. Oh, I don't. It's just like when you go and get PT, you know, I, I was a practitioner by trade. I'd work with PT, different, th- you know, obviously clients that had different physical issues. We tried some things, the body didn't like it. Great. We try something different. Same thing with mental health. It is not this elusive, non-tangible thought process. It's energy. Okay. It's information that you're giving to this muscle called the brain. Okay. We get a choice just like with exercise, just like with diet, just like the people we hang out with, just like the environments we choose. We have an opportunity every day to give our brain new places, new people, new thoughts, new beliefs every single day. And when you do that, all of a sudden the momentum starts and you're like, Ooh, this is feels good. It's just like when you're training yes. for a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're finally starting to get fit. You're like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, yes. getting, I'm actually getting there. But at first you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Trust me on this, you guys. Lay the brick one brick at a time. Don't look at the big wall you want to make or the big vision you have with the goal. That's important to look at once in a while, but lay your perfect little brick every day. I'm doing one thing. I'm stop, drop, and rolling today on this. Now, the next day, I'm stop, drop, and rolling this. And you just start creating these refined bricks stacking on top of each other. Then, before you know it, you're like, holy junk, I'm yeah. so far right? <laughs> what a beautiful analogy. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. What morning rituals do you have uh, to prepare yourself to the day in loving yourself? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this question. You know, all of us, you know, that have done morning rituals for a long time, I'm going to tell you right now, yes. I've changed them over the years because I've changed. Great. You guys, it's, yes. just, it's just like diet, everyone, you know, and I've worked with a lot of women's health physiology. We change like what served us then doesn't serve us now. So you guys, for one, what I'm going to tell you what I do No, it's changed a lot for me over the years. And again, I just listened to my symptoms, my messages of what I needed more of, but I will say this, everyone that wins their morning wins their day even if junk hits the fan, okay? It creates more like tolerance to adversity and expands your ability to even be more successful. So I believe everyone should have a morning ritual. Even if you're not a morning person, that's okay. Do it later in the morning and we're gonna figure it out. As far as what I do for a morning ritual, Rhonda, my morning ritual, most of the time on average, doesn't mean I don't have busier days where it doesn't happen as, as long and extended, but my morning ritual is usually about an hour long. Okay. In 45 minutes to an hour long. And it first starts with me waking up and doing meditation. Okay. Yes. Just clearly. And this is this, you guys, again, this is an hour. I kind of change the nuance, but do about 10 to 15 minutes of meditation. Okay. It helps me clear the clutter of whatever I wake up with that maybe I'm having anxiety about for that day, or I need to get a lot of things done that day. So I always do some type of 10 to 15 minute meditation. So the second thing I do is I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Christ. And I pull out my, my Bible, like what, what verse is being given to me in a way that I can utilize it to be the best version of myself that day. So that might take five to seven minutes. The third component I look at is what can I do to serve the best I can today? It's a question I write out. 
What can I do to serve the best today? I write it out. What is it? What can I do to receive today? Because I need to receive too, so I can be a better server, right? So I look at that. And then the third, what are the three things I'm grateful for? So that's the three things I write out, you guys. How can I serve the best today? What is one thing? It doesn't have to be 10 million. What is one way that I can receive today? And then three different things I am beautifully grateful for. And then I read that, those things out loud that I've, I've basically written. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then from there, this is my final piece, everybody, whether you want to exercise in the morning or not, sometimes I don't exercise, but I definitely move these emotions of what I want into my day. So now that I've written this down, I've meditated, I've written down who I can serve, how I can receive and what I'm grateful for. Now I want to move this powerful energy through my body. So I will either do 10 minutes of yoga. I'll go out and do 10 minutes of a stroll walk to now start envisioning my day. So I'm doing yoga or a walk where I'm envisioning literally the steps of what I'm doing that day to make these things happen that I want to serve and how I want to receive as well. Okay. And that's kind of the hour that I do. Sometimes I also exercise in the morning, but sometimes I at least, you know, do this minimum of the one hour. So I'm a big believer in meditation, clean the clutter from the night before. I'm a big believer on setting out an intention of serving and receiving as well as gratitude to set your brain in a positive state of being and then moving through your thoughts for the day, whether it be through yoga or, you know, walk or whatever, because that can help seal the deal. For those of you that maybe are just starting out with morning rituals and you're like, Jennifer, I just wake up. We just, I just feel, I have so much on my mind. I need to dump. What I encourage them to do first is dump all their issues. Like I'm afraid of this today. I'm scared of this today. I'm depressed about this today. Just dump it out. There's this moment of writing out that can really be effective in purging your brain. It's and like a go, journal, like yes. have a journal mm-hmm. and just getting all of that stuff out. Yes. And then leave it there. Yes, exactly. Right. So when, when a lot of people start this process, they have so much that they need to purge. That's why you guys just have to be at, you know, a three hour diatribe, just purge your big ones in writing because it creates space for your brain to do the other parts of the morning ritual. I just mentioned meditation. If you're like, Jen, I have to purge great purge, then meditate, then write down what you're going to s- receive and give today. What are your three notes of gratitude? Move it through. And that's it. That's a place to start. It's a gorgeous lesson, a gorgeous lesson. You are listening to the Rhonda Grant show. And with my guest today, Jennifer Watson, how may people contact you, Jennifer? Thank you for asking that. You know, my, the best way to contact me is through my Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And that's at my handle, Jennifer Watson leadership. And I definitely answer and respond quickly. I answer my own DMS and I'm here to support you guys. If there's additional questions that come up or you want to see how I can support you further. I, I want to make sure you guys live your best life and you can do that with even some of these simple tools and beyond. Yes. And do you find, um, I, I noticed that you're a high level athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find that being coached as an athlete has helped you to become who you are today? Whereas I find that coaches, they'll bring you to a certain level. And just when the athlete feels that they cannot um, become any better than they are, the coach lets them see that they can. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that has influenced you in your journey? A hundred percent, hands down. Um, let me be very clear. You know, there's really awesome gifts and nuance of, nuances with athletes, especially those that went high level. I went, went through college D1 track and they bring a lot of special gifts to the table and they're very trainable because they've had coaches their entire life. 
But what I would say is we all need coaches at all different stages of our life. It's not just about physically helping someone yes. improve, right? So right. I really want to get that out there, you guys. We need coaches all the time throughout our life to make us better in whatever we're trying to give to the world. Okay, I want to be really clear on that. Mm-hmm. As far as being an athlete, where I, that's where I was, quote, coached initially, oh, man, I'm going to tell you, that's where I learned what good coaches were about Rhonda, because it wasn't yes. just about me attaining whatever my, at that time, my physical goal. Now I've had business coaches, like I said, and life coaches, and I had different other, obviously goals I want to attain, but what was really different, I had amazing coaches that not only saw what my goals were and yes, were supportive to help me attain that. They dug deeper for me when I couldn't see it. When I was questioning, I'm like, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm going to get there. They dug deeper because you can't always see things when you're on the inside of the bottle. Mm-hmm. You guys, really be clear with that. No matter what your goal is, you're going to question things. In a good coach, not only is it going to help you attain the goal, keep you accountable, but see things that you do not see. Take out the hurdles, the barriers a lot more effectively so you can get there faster. People ask me, how have you been so successful for so long, you know, so young that you are? And I'm like, you know why? Because I've had coaches most of my life. They saw things that I couldn't see, even Mm -hmm. though with all my quote wisdom and certifications, they saw things I couldn't see because I'm on the inside of the bottle. And I took that seriously and they got me there faster, no matter what my goals have been since sports. And I really encourage you guys, when you look for a coach, no matter what that is, if you are actually looking for an athletic coach or a mindset coach or a leadership coach, you have to understand they not only better be bringing the goods to the table mm-hmm. and, have, and have testimonies on that. I, I, I really believe in that, but you got to align with that coach and you got to intuitively be congruent with them that you can see that they're going to see things that you can't to get you where you need to be that they're going to be soft and hard at the right spaces. And there are ways to kind of screen coaches appropriately, which I can go into another even podcast if we want to, but you guys, you really want to make sure you're getting a coach that is congruent to not only where you're starting, where you want to go and can see the cracks, (laughs) can see the things that you don't see so you can get there faster. And that's the only difference versus me and someone else that didn't get there as fast as I did or hasn't succeeded in the way. And by the way, we all have different ideas of what success is. But if you're asking me how I did it, I didn't have any special juju. I didn't have any special magic. I was humbled enough to know. I may know a lot, but this person's going to help me know more and know more effectively and quickly. When you guys get that, you will get there faster. These tools that we've talked about, that Ron and I have talked about, they will move you into the right direction. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But to get there faster, get the coach that can see you in a way that you can't see you yet. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And so as we begin to wrap up, um, what extraordinary discovery have you found in your life? You know, it's really interesting that you ask me that because that has changed, Rhonda, over the years. It really has changed over the years. And I believe that it's actually shifted even the last time since you've asked me. And I do believe this, the biggest extraordinary thing I have ever, ever received is that trying to be realistic, to stay in the boundaries of what people say you need to stay in right, is the worst advice you can ever give someone. It's the worst advice. It's the worst advice. And that was my biggest aha when I started aligning myself 
truly with people, places, things that said, go for it. I don't care if it was a million dollars first time in sales or I'm going to be an all American. It doesn't matter when you have people that encroach on you and say, be realistic, Jen, it can, you can't do it. I remember hearing those voices throughout my own journey. Right. I was, I was honored enough to have coaches and mentors and people in my life to say, no, you a hundred percent can do it. And we are in, in your camp, in your tribe. So the most extraordinary lesson I have learned, extraordinary lesson is you guys don't settle for what people think you should be settling for. Do not be realistic with your goals. If it sets your heart, all five senses plus your sixth sense on freaking fire, that is your soul giving you the most massive yes, yes. <laughs> in the world. Okay. I opened up my first clinic in 2008 crash. Okay. Me and Uber did just fine that year. <laughs> Uber also opened up. Okay. Yes. You guys, you know how many people told me not to open up, be a realistic gen, you're going to fail. It's 2008 crash. You guys, I'm using an example and I'm, I'm guarantee you any of the people that you respect will have had these same examples. If it is in your heart, light, lights your fire. What's intuition? You're so giddy. You're like on a high. That's your intuition saying, go, 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 go. And surround yourself with people that are doing the go, go, go with you. And trust me, when you stay in that, you'll get the people. If you're like, I don't think I have those right now. Trust me. Step in courage. Don't be realistic. And you will right. draw into people, places, things to you. It's called law of attraction. <laughs> and it, it, it's true. There's science. This is quantum physics behind law of attraction, you guys. You got to get your brain to believe in, in align with what you just feel is true. Don't be realistic. And that's the biggest lesson, the basic, biggest, probably extraordinary moment I had in my life where I made the biggest shift and became successful in everything in my life when I became unrealistic. Mm -hmm. I love what you said, step into courage, step mm -hmm. in courage, because a lot of people are crippled because what they think other people might think about them, mm -hmm. or maybe not even like them, Jennifer, Yeah, if they go after their goals. Right. And, and you know, and this is the thing, you guys, that's real. Okay. Because the number one human need besides sex, water, and shelter and food is guess what? the need for love and connection to belong. Okay. Right. When you are doing something that you feel like you're alone at first, it creates a fight or flight in your brain because you're saying you're alone and your brain's going, I, we can't be alone. That's not how humans work. What I encourage you to do, stop, drop and roll, because here's the yes. deal. There's over seven and a half billion people in the world. Not everybody's going to pick up what you're putting down, my friend. Okay. Stop, drop and roll. Give your brain room to breathe. And then pull in your deep why, why you want what you want. And I guarantee you, you won't be alone more than 24 hours. And I'm not kidding you guys. Take that step in courage and also new tribe people will come to you. Yes. Maybe you have to let go of some of these people. Maybe you are alone at first because you got to let go of the people that are in, a, in congruence with your dream, your passion. Talk to your brain, feel it, stop. Why are you feeling this? What is your big why, why you want something? move one step of courage toward it. And I guarantee you, unless in 24 hours, you're going to get one person, one email, something to make you feel not alone. And that's yes, more information that's right. to your brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. So understand that it's going to happen when you're doing something new, your, your brain wants to protect you, you guys. It's not a bad thing. It's like, that is not safe. Do not do that. Jennifer, do not do that. You're on your own. Yes. Namaste. I love you brain. Thank you for trying to support me and save me, but I got it. 
I'm driving mm-hmm. the bus and I'm going to find a new safety net of community and connection of people that believe in my unrealistic goals. You guys do this enough and you start doing a beautiful dance with your brain. You, you do it more quickly and you get out of that fight or flight of I'm not belonging to, I'm not belonging here, but I'm belonging over there. And there's my yes. new tribe. There's your new tribe. <laughs> do you feel that you've been called Jennifer? I have hundred percent been called. I've been hundred yes. percent been called to do what I'm doing at this very point in time. Right. I'm a speaker. I am an influencer for leaders to become better leaders, to train others, to become better leaders. We have a new leader transforming right now, Rhonda, mm-hmm. and we need that. And it's not just because of last year, we've been seeing this coming for a while. And my calling is to help support other e- you know, leaders become epic leaders to become more powerful influences in the way they want to impact the world. And we get that. I truly believe um, that's a part of my call. We're going to shift the world in beautiful ways. And I love, and I'm honored to be on this journey of my calling to support epic leaders become even more epic and let's shift the world. One amazing leader at a time. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you so much to my extraordinary guest, Jennifer. Watson, you have taught so much in in such a short period of time. And I'm sure our listeners are going to listen to this podcast two or three times to write down all of the special things that you have uh, taught people to do to help them. And uh, so I thank you so much for joining us today and taking time out of your busy schedule, Jennifer. Again, how many people reach you? You can reach me. I'm the most active on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And that handle is Jennifer Watson Leadership. I am here to support you guys, all you ambitious, beautiful, conscious, spiritual leaders that want to make a difference. So I do discovery calls that are complimentary to see how I might be able to support you. I work with business leaders and their teams, and I love that. Again, I'm here to help you become more of an, an, a congruent, powerful influence and step into your real, real space. So you can reach me there, go to my website as well, learn more about me. But I'd love to hear from you and see how I can continue to be a part of your epic journey. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is Rhonda Grant with The Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks so much for joining Rhonda Grant and Jennifer Watson. Thanks for tuning in to The Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. 